Enter the healer's realm where your spirit will find peace with your host, Denise Damijo. We are here to remember. We are here to heal. We are here to ascend and transcend. Grab your free gift in the podcast description today. Hello and welcome back to another great episode of the Healer's Realm podcast. And as you guys know, I'm like always super excited about my guests. And this one is no different. I mean, she is an incredible, amazing goddess, right? So like, I'm super excited to like have her on the show and to really talk and and get to know her. So her name is Rhonda Bird. And let me just tell you, a little bit about Rhonda Bird. For over 10 years, Rhonda has been known as a noteworthy leader in the spiritual self-development space. Rhonda's courses teach methods to discover one's inner gifts, talents, and natural abilities. These may be hidden underneath cultural expectations and societal programming. Rhonda's teachings uncover hidden truths around these beliefs and conditionings to reveal one's inner truth. You may know Rhonda from the knowledge of self-classes titled The Goddess in Training or Goddess Classes. The Goddess Classes take women on a journey of self-discovery, learning practical manifestation skills to create the life that they deserve and desire. These classes help individuals define themselves and live boldly in their life's purpose. I'm like super excited about this. I love, 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 love talking about manifestation. And I'm kind of like, I want to know more about the goddess thing. So first of all, let's not get ahead of ourselves because I can and I will. So let me just back up. And Rhonda, how did you get into this healer modality? How, How did this happen for you? Oh my goodness. First, let me say thank you for inviting me on the show, Denise. I am, it's such a privilege to be here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How did I get started? So hopefully you, it's kind of a three-part answer. So it's a little long way that I'll try to keep it short, but like many Americans, my parents had a divorce and as a spiritual teacher and coach way back then, my family were Jehovah's Witnesses. And yeah, so let's go deep right from the beginning. (laughs) Okay, that is deep. I remember the the Jehovah Witnesses. Yes. And with that interesting um, religion, if you violate any of the rules, you get what's called disfellowshipped. And what that meant is uh, my father was had an infidelity situation and he was disfellowshipped from the church, kicked out of my home and I could not see my father anymore. So it was absolutely devastating to our family. Even more devastating to me was to my parents themselves because they didn't even recognize what they had done. My mother didn't realize the implications of telling the church and what that would do to her family and her life. And my father didn't realize the implications that it would have on his life being kind of thrown to the streets because my grandmother and all my aunts, like our whole family were Jehovah's Witness, so we couldn't even talk to him. But my mother broke the rules because she missed her husband and wanted me. I was devastated and she wanted me to stop crying because I was a daddy's girl and missed my dad. So, of course, I got to see him on weekends and whatever was possible. And so during those times, I was used by the Holy Spirit to help both of them emotionally. 
I don't know what I said, but they would talk to me about what they were feeling and whatever I would say back to them, allow them to find harmony and balance in their relationship with themselves and with each other. So I was 10 when that was going on. So that's where it started all through school, all through grade school. I was always the, you know, the teacher's helper. I've always been a mentor and supporter for other people, but it wasn't until my son got sick in 2014. So I'm fast forwarding all the way through marriage and children and my career. I'm a cardiovascular specialist by education, and I've been teaching doctors cardiovascular anatomy and physiology for 20 years. But push that aside, my son got sick with Crohn's. And because of my metaphysical studies from way back then, being a 10-year-old, having these things go me go through these things made me question everything the church did. Why didn't we celebrate Christmas? Why don't we celebrate birthdays? What is the problem? And so at the library, I'd be studying the history of these things. So my research started as a youth, really understanding what made the rules around our world. And so esoteric information and metaphysical information was poured into me at an early age. So when my son got sick with Crohn's disease, it was right after my husband had had a stroke. And so my son saw my husband have a stroke and his, my husband was a man amongst men, a really machismo kind of guy, go from that to crying all the time. So he really couldn't digest the fact that his hero had transformed. After working with the doctors, and that's a whole nother story, he became fully healed. And what the medical community says, no evidence of Crohn's disease, no medications, diet. Um, He did have to have some surgery to take out the parts that were bad, but no medications and all diet and essential oils and herbs. That was what we treated him with. After he became no longer diagnosed with Crohn's disease, he said, Ma, what you have done for me, other people need to know. You need to stop just working with family and friends and you need to take this to the world. And that is what pushed me to begin teaching. At that time, I was teaching how the body tells us that We're not on the right path. We're not aligned with our purpose by having disease. And different diseases tell us different things. And so from that, with my own experiences, it's not just disease that tells us that. It's the job that you hate. When you go to the mall, you can't find a parking spot. All of this energy is your own energy showing up. And if you want to manifest the life that you want to live, whether it be a weight issue or buying a house or becoming wealthy, it all is a reflection of what's going on inside of us. Wow. That is how my journey started to be able to help people to manifest the life that they want to live. I absolutely love that because you're absolutely right. It's like just from the littlest thing of being able to find a parking, a good parking space, not just any parking space, but a good parking space at the grocery store, at the mall Mm -hmm. is so like relieving and that's a a part of manifestation but if you could manifest that then you could go higher but the confidence to manifest that is where it starts and oh my goodness I'm so glad that you're how how old was your son when this was occurring because he had very good he was 14 he's 25 now whoa for him to know like okay mom you can't keep this a secret let's not keep it in the family (laughs) You need to go out and show other, he, that's an incredible, amazing gift. And it kind of reminds me of my older son, my oldest son. He has done that something similar for me too. And it's like, 
it just reminds me of the Bible. And I know that like, I'm not Christian, but I always, re- that's my foundation. And it says out of the mouth of babes. And it's like, our kids are able to help us to, you know, go in the direction that God has been saying, hey, you need to go there, you know, and we just did not listen. And so it's just incredibly amazing. It is. It is. And please do not apologize for Christian sayings and quoting the Bible. We cannot throw the baby out with the bathwater. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Every religion gives us a little bit of the truth. (laughs) Spirituality is like looking through a kaleidoscope. And every color is a different religion and they all are woven together by a golden thread. So I am definitely a spiritualist. And again, it started way back being that crazy Jehovah's Witnesses. And yes, I will say it's crazy because why would you break up a family and cause such pain? That doesn't make any sense. But even it has its forms of truth that we can learn from. So there is nothing outside of God. And we have to remember that. Yes. I love you. Did I tell you I love you today? Because I love you. I mean, this is, this is so healing for my spirit right now to hear you to say that. So, okay. Okay. So let's move, move, move on. Because honey. Okay. So <laughs> now goddess, because when I first met you and you were talking about this goddess, you know, all of these wonderful goddess things that you were doing and and uh, all of these teachings, I'm like, you know, you hear about goddess, but really, what what really is a goddess? What is a goddess? That is a, a great question, because if you Google it or if you type in on TikTok or social media goddess, you get all kinds of things. You get some lady in sport, Spread Eagle talking about she a goddess. And, Ooh, and- <laughs> Spread Eagle, Lord have mercy. Are you si- I need to Google it now just out of curiosity, because they doing it like that now. <laughs> Um, All the way to the spectrum of, you know, the ancient goddesses that were worshipped in our ancestry. So and then there is everything in between for me and where I stand is basically the same thing I just said a minute ago. There is no place that God is not understanding that we all were made in the image of God. Okay, so that means that I'm the essence of God. That's my daddy or my mama, depending on where, where you are in your mental space about what you feel about the creation. I am birthed from creation. Mm. So I am the essence of creation. I'm the essence of God. And that's what a God is. I am the God essence. And so that. even taking that a step further, if God lives in me and I'm here, this soul, this spirit that's being animated in this body, how am I embodying what God is. And that is what I stand in. We embody God as creators and we're always creating no matter if you're aware of it or not. So again, brings us right back to manifestation. That's how you manifest the life that you want to live is by recognizing that you're the essence of God. And that not, that's not just women, that's men too. Mm -hmm. And being able to stand in that place of creation and being purposeful with your thoughts, with your feelings and emotions, having emotional intelligence, And being able to operate from a space of emotional intelligence and minding your mind, because it's another tool. It will take us in different directions as well if we let it. But when you have intentional manifestation, pay attention to your thoughts, pay attention to your feelings, pay attention to your actions. And then what it is that you're trying to manifest shows up the way that you intend with a certain amount of alignment and spiritual nudging. (laughs) Okay. I know what you mean on that. (laughs) 
Wow. Okay. I love that. I love that. And I never really, you know, you hear people, well, I have people that say, oh, hi, goddess. And I'm like, you know, hey, goddess. And I never really thought of it like how you just explain it. So I'm glad that you're explaining it now. But I also do want to know how you embody. I want to know how to embody a goddess. And I'm quite sure somebody in the audience does too. So how do you embody one? Really by tapping into your innate self. Who are you? What do you like? Go back to childhood. What used to make you happy? And when you can find that space, it's a certain feeling, I guess you can get. Think about when we were kids, just simply spinning around in a cute dress at Easter time. Let's just do that. How did you feel in that moment? Embodying the goddess means taking that feeling and putting it in everything, in your cooking, in rearing your kids, in shopping at the grocery store. Embodying the goddess is finding that space of where you are, that balance of energy, where you're in appreciative mode, a gratitude mode, a loving mode, a content mode, and just putting it in everything that you do. So embodying the goddess is just that, putting that energy in everything. Wow, I love that. Putting the energy in everything. And I think that every day we could choose to be that, you know, because I think it's a choice every day, right? Definitely a choice. Definitely. Because we can choose to be miserable. Okay. Many people that do. Yes, it is. Look to gossip and cause drama and trauma and keep up nonsense because that's their joy. You know, that's what they're comfortable in. Maybe they know what the other side is. Maybe they don't. But it's definitely a choice. I love that. I love that. I actually have someone that kind of like, I don't think, and and one of the things that I think and that I've seen, I've witnessed myself, some people don't even realize that they're doing it. And everybody has a part to play in this life. And I'm so grateful for all sides. Not that I like it (laughs) because, and and not like like we're going to be best friends, BFF, but I am respect every side of the coin, but some people don't even realize that they are doing that, that they're manifesting the bad life, the gossip, the, you know, negativity and all of that. And so when somebody is doing that, do you say that they're not walking in their goddess like self? Is that? I I don't. I think you hit the nail on the head and kind of answered the question from the beginning. We all have our part to play. You know, this is the universe. We all have our note to play in the God song. And not Mm -hmm. all of us can be the same. And everybody has different points in their lives where they transform into their best self. So who are we to say when, you know, our gossiping aunt who wants to tell you everybody business in the family and really need to pay attention to her own backyard and what else is going on in her life? Who are we to say? Somebody got to spread the news. That's her job. (laughs) Okay. I was just, oh my goodness. You're like, I'm so connected to you because I said this, you know, similar something the other day. And I was like, I had to come to that realization because beforehand I was like, okay, when these negative people came, these negative things came, I used to want to run. I used to want to say, oh, why is this happening to me and this bad thing or bad person? And then I got to thinking, is it really bad? I I did a video and it was all about, is the devil really bad? You know, or, you know, are we missing something here? You know, because God isn't crazy and he didn't, he's not weak. And so how is he going to create the devil? And, you know, all this stuff. So I love that you say, even the gossipers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can be as, a, 
Because we need adversity to grow. We need adversity. Yeah. You know, they say the, the diamond doesn't become a diamond without pressure. We need that. And if I can even tap into a little bit of my history and, and I hope like hopefully I don't we don't go too far left with this. But I I was in a domestic violence situation after my husband passed away. I thought I had the greatest guy in the world. When I realized I didn't and tried to leave him, he put hands on me. But it pushed me back into my goddess walk so deeply. So I got so close to God, closer than I've ever been. And if it wasn't for that situation, I may still be out there trying to figure things out. So adversity is important. It's important in our journey. That dark night of the soul happens with that adversity, whether it's losing a job, losing a relationship. It's that catalyst that pushes us down so we can look, hey, what else? is going on because obviously what I've been doing ain't working. Exactly. And if it's the gossiper, mm, okay, I'm not going to listen to her. I I get where she's coming from, but I'm going to go this way because I want peace. I don't need the gossip. I don't need to hear everybody's business. I'm going to go on this side, you know? So we need adversity. So the devil is definitely needed, but the devil is in our own mind. I don't believe that it is some pitchforked pointy tail Okay, with the horns on the top. Okay, no, they just yeah, they gave us that uh (laughs) picture for their own characterization. The devil is inside, and if you aren't minding your mind, that's Hmm. where the devil is. There you go. Oh, this brings me to another question that I have about self mastery because you know I believe minding your mind is also a part of self mastery. So okay, tell me what. What is self-mastery? For my lane, I'll put it like that. Self-mastery is really understanding all the gifts that you come with. You know, Mm. many of us, um, we hear about numerology or I'm a Scorpio, I'm a Sagittarius, and this is how I behave. No, that is where you are. That's your starting point. And that is what you are to overcome and understand so that you can master yourself. If you understand your weaknesses and your strengths, then you can look at the world through different lenses. Again, this is about manifesting the life you want to live. How can I manifest the life I want to live if I can't see my own shortcomings? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So being able to see where other people come in, because, you know, I don't know what your sign is, but let's say I'm I'm a Leo. Leo. Okay, there you go. I'm a Virgo, you're a Leo. So you're the fire. You are the fire. You're going to, you're out here. You're going to put it. Look, on this podcast, you're going to put the information out there where I'm the Virgo. I'm going to pay attention to the details and I'm going to have everything just right. But I might not put it out there. I might feel uncomfortable sharing whatever. Mm -hmm. So to put on my team or as a husband or as a mate or a partner in business, I want a Leo who's going to be able to stand in a space where my weaknesses are, are your strengths and vice versa. And so- Self-mastery is understanding yourself and your place in the world so that you know how to operate at your highest and best self. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. I love that. And I never really thought about that. Okay, so your zodiac is the starting point of just understanding, you know, your shortcomings as well as your your talents and gifts. It's your blueprint. And that's what I teach. I teach your self-blueprint. And what is that blueprint so that you can operate? from there. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love yeah, that. Just, okay. And astrology is just one piece because we, we tap into lots of different esoteric modalities uh, in the classes, but that's just one example of how you can discover self-mastery. I love it. Okay. 
So as women, we we have struggles. <laughs> you know, there are things that, you know, is, is, is sometimes challenging. So what common struggles do you see women having with manifesting their life that they want? I mean, I know I struggle sometimes, but what, what do you see? Lack of confidence, lack of direction and clarity, mm-hmm. mainly lack of clarity, because if you, you know, different things happen in our lives and either the adversities will send us in one direction or another, or parents or outside influences will tell you what you should or should not be doing. Just clarity, clarity. A lot of times also health challenges. Like I explained, that's where I kind of started this manifesting good health from understanding why metaphysically you have a different disease. So a lot of women come to me who want to lose weight, or maybe they have fibroids, or maybe they have breast cancer or what have you. And these things are just manifestations of a a deeper root of imbalance. What areas I work in, whatever area a woman is struggling in in her life, I have the gift of being able to channel what direction she should go in based on, you know, spirituality, not necessarily the disease itself. I love that. And as women, we have so many different things going on. And um, I love how you were talking about the goddess and, you know, embodying the goddess in you and all our pieces are different, but then they're all so important at the same time. And that's the same thing with our struggles. Our struggles can be like, you know, each other's, but also different, but they're so important. Yes, definitely. Because some women, will, you know, confidence comes in maybe in career. Other women's confidence is she's looking for the best mate and maybe having repeating patterns of having bad men in her life or what have you. But again, it all boils down to the same thing is having confidence. And how do you have greater confidence in yourself? By knowing yourself. And it brings us back to self-mastery. So. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. So why do you think women struggle with finding their purpose? Is it because of self-mastery or, and something else, or what do you think? I just went into, I think the external world gives us so much variation on what a woman should and should not be at the same time, kind of contradicting what she should and should not be. So wife, mother, nurturing is what a woman is. But in the real world, she needs to be able to go out and get a job. And, you know, so it's, it's two energies that are conflicting about what we should and should not be. And a woman has to come to terms with what are my own special, unique gifts and what lane should I be in? Because there are many lanes out there. It's not, everybody doesn't play the same role though. So I think that's why we struggle because the world tells us so many different conflicting things. Be sexy. Don't be sexy. If you're too sexy, they're going to call you a H-H-O or H-A-U-X, however they saying it these days. But you're going to get a bad rap if you are too sexual or too feminine. And if you're too manly, you're not going to get a mate because you're too independent. Like, what do I need to do? Who am I? And how do I stand in my own personal truth? to operate in my purpose. So yeah, it's a, it's a struggle out here. The struggle is real as they the say. The struggle <laughs> is definitely real coming from, you know, as, as I think as also entrepreneurs, when you're a woman and an entrepreneur at the same time, you have to use masculine energy when you're 
promoting yourself, when you are putting yourself out there. And I'm not saying all the time. We definitely operate in the feminine, but it is a challenge sometimes to be like, okay, well, what is my lane? You know, and then let's just say that you have a, a significant other, whether it be a male, man or a woman, they want the time. They want to be respected. They want to do, feel like this and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, well, how, do, how can I be great Within my own being, within my own goddess self, look, I'm calling myself a goddess, like (laughs) within my own goddess self. And then also we are challenged to appease everybody else but ourselves. And I don't think that that's what we're here to do. You know, definitely not. Definitely not. I can agree with you. Again, I think it's knowing yourself, knowing yourself and knowing the people that are in your life. And understanding that everything is energy, everything functions on the vibrational frequency. Again, that's something else that I teach in the classes, but recognizing where you're vibing at with different individuals. If you're using the same example as you with your mate, your, your mate has to be on the same frequency as you are. If you're an entrepreneur or if you work a nine to five, either one, at some point you need to come sit down and rest. You can't work a nine to five, come home and expect your husband expect dinner on the table when, you know, maybe you're exhausted. Maybe you got a two-year-old running around. You got so much going on. This, this partner, if they're a partner, has to make make room for what's going on in your life, just as you need to make room for what's going on in their lives. And a lot of times the women that I see are in that space where they're not comfortable, where they're super frustrated because they can't fulfill all of these expectations of themselves. But when we look at what and who they really are, they don't fit into this paradigm that they've made around themselves. Exactly. It's, it's, I think it's a, I think it, it just popped up. I think it's a false God. It is. I really do think it's false God. It's like, okay, this is how you're supposed to be. And it leaves people in bondage. But that's when the healing is supposed to take place and be like, okay, well, just like self-mastery, know yourself. Know what you came in this life to do. I just love. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, and the, and a lot of times women will find themselves getting sick in those spaces yes. because they are, first of all, not aligning with what they feel inside and everything that they're doing goes against what their true self is asking them to do. And so the body will rebel and yes. disease will show up. And it has happened in my life. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the sickness, yes, it has happened in my life because at, at, at so many different times in my life, it was like, okay. I'm let's just say relationships. I'm with this particular person. I have to conform. And it was so against my spirit. This is not, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel good. This is not the direction, but you know, the, the man is the leader and don't get me wrong. I really truthfully, I look, I want my man to lead, (laughs) but then again, the balance is where you find somebody equal and also worthy of who you are as a person, Mm -hmm. but you, that in that you have to know who you are. In order to know who's worthy. And I didn't know that. And (laughs) girl, it was a it has been a journey, honey. And so I love that. Oh my goodness. This I wish that we could have like a conversation. I need to go. Where you said that you're in Florida, we need to go to lunch because we need to dig dig deeper and come on. Come join me. Come on, come get some fun that you're getting. Yes. Okay, so what after after the show? <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness, I need girl. I'm telling you, I need some of that stuff. 
I'm gonna be in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) What ways do the blockages show up in someone's life? Yeah. So again, we spoke on health and, you know, it shows up as a health concern. Other ways is you're stuck in the same job and someone won't give you a raise or you keep getting passed up for promotions and you don't know if this is what you should be doing. So that's in career and in relationships, it's, you know, same person, different face, same relationship over and over again. Right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so the blockages show up as being unfulfilled. So lack of fulfillment Mm -hmm. in your life, whether it's with health relationships or your job or just in everyday life, it's the lack of fulfillment. You know that you are not fulfilling your purpose and that there's something blocking you from your purpose if you feel unfulfilled. Yes. And I tell people all the time, look, there's two things that are always going to come up in your life. No matter what you do from the day that you were born to the day that you die, these two things are going to come up in your life. And that's your purpose, your calling, who you are, and unlearned lessons. And I'm telling you, these unlearned lessons that I've went through, I mean, I was like, looking back, I was like, dang, I was a hard-headed child. I mean, (laughs) I can't tell my kids nothing because I was so hard-headed for the lessons that I had to keep on learning over and over again. And I wasn't learning them. I wasn't even noticing that these were lessons. And I went through so much pain and torment. Oh yeah. my goodness. We think that that's just how life is because that's what they tell us. Oh, it's just life. Life's a bee and then you die, right? Okay. But that's not true. <laughs> exactly. It's not. it's not. Exactly. Life is beautiful as it's what beautiful. you created to be. And if you create beauty, you'll experience beauty. But if you want her to be a bee, that's what you get. <laughs> oh, and that's for real. I, I learned that the very hard way because I was like, what does this say? The, a hard head makes a soft behind. Yeah. Oof, my behind was very, very nice and soft <laughs> and tender, honey, from all of that stuff. I was like, Woo. so, um, okay, so now we, I, I've witnessed so many different things and just being a healer, I'm so grateful for being, just being able to be in this space. And you work with goddesses on different levels and everything else. And so I know you've experienced some amazing, profound things. So what was the most profound experience that you've ever experienced? I have to go back to my early days, but maybe a couple of years after my son told me to start working with other people. And so this is when I was still just practicing with manifesting health in individuals. Um, It was a husband and wife couple. They had been married for seven years. And they were trying to have a baby. They have been to several different doctors, had all the, you know, intro, you know, the the shots, the injections, whatever they do when you're infertile and no baby would stick. And they were referred to me from a goddess. So they weren't necessarily in the spiritual energy that we, you know, find ourselves in today, especially this was, you know, 10 years ago or so. Yeah, because she's 10. So 10 years ago, I, um had two separate appointments with the husband and wife after meeting them and worked specifically with the wife to help her to get rid of some, remove some blockages around her issues with her mother. Mm. And I think our appointment was on October 31st, Halloween, January 2nd or 3rd. She called me to tell me she was six weeks pregnant. Wow. 
So that was the most profound because during that session with her, she was able to release the blockages that she had around uh, a wound around her mother. And that was preventing her womb from holding a baby. The doctors told her that she was healthy. Her husband was healthy. They didn't have sperm count issues or egg issues, anything like that. Just her womb wasn't going to hold anything. And it's because she believed that she, she looked at her mother and didn't want to be the same type of mother that her mother was to her, to another baby. Mm. And so the ideas around motherhood that she held on to were her blockages. And once she released them, she got pregnant right away. I mean, from October to January, you're six. I mean, she had to get pregnant that next week mm. after seven years of trying with modern medicine. So I that can was really- the most profound because again that just goes to show how the mind body and emotions are in control of this vehicle that we call a body and all connected I think that so many people want to disconnect oh well you know I have this health situation but they're not connecting the spiritual reason as to why somebody had told me one day um, and this is actually recently everything isn't spiritual And of course, you know, for me, I'm like, I'm not one. Look, let me just tell you about Denise. (laughs) Denise Damijo does not like to argue. I'm like, because why? That's too much energy. And so I just left it as that. I was like, okay, me personally, I love living in the spiritual world. Like that's where I experienced the majority of my life is in the spiritual world. Of course, yes, you know, paying bills and everything else and doing the natural thing, writing content, send an email. We all know that we all have to do that. Pumping gas. Yeah, I don't think that's very spiritual. But at the end of the day, when you're talking about things like this, I didn't come here just to experience a natural life. I came here to experience walking on water, experiencing mm-hmm. miracles, signs, and wonders. And yes. I just don't understand why people want to live in the other world. Like, you know, so I just love stories like that. And I actually could attest to those kind of stories because I've lived those stories. Yes. And I know, I know, I know that you have too, because I've heard some of your stories. So definitely, definitely. Even in in my own life, like I said, just being able to see the transformation, even in myself, Uh, like I said, through my negative experience that was only a couple of years ago, able to say, these are the things I want in a partner and that show up. The person Mm -hmm. that is in my life right now is everything, everything that I petitioned the Holy Spirit for everything, even Mm -hmm. down to asking me little small things that I want to do. Like my opinion is important in everything that he he does. Now he also has his own life and is his own person. I'm my own person. There is mutual respect for who we are. But what I asked for was I have juicy relationships with women, reciprocal, mm. positive, healthy female relationships. I wanted that with men too. Again, I told you my father was infidelitous with my mother. So mm-hmm. I realized I had patterns of uh, unhealed wounds with my dad. Once I healed that wound, there was a shift and this person showed up. So those things, those transformations are real as soon as we shift our mindset because the mind is the GPS for the body. Mind is the GPS for the experience. And where the mind goes, the rest of us follow. So yeah, the transformations are profound. I have women who have 
found themselves and have started their own coaching programs. I have women who have become CEOs of major companies or CFOs of major companies and are making the type of money that they've always dreamed of making the six, seven figures that they're looking for. So it's, it just depends on where you are, where they're, what lane you're in and, and what direction you point yourself to. And that's where the transformation happens. And that's the direction they go in. So it's, it's been I wonderful it. watching people find themselves. It's beautiful. The most rewarding thing ever. And I know you know that because you do it here. It's I'm telling you, because I'm like, I'm getting teary-eyed because I can hear the passion in your voice of you actually, re- you know, some people get into this place. I'm not going to say industry because that's not what we are, <laughs> but this place, some people get in this space because, oh, I can make some money. You know, and it really does hurt me because there are so many hurting people. I was, I was the hurting person that needed the transformation, that needed the healing. And for people that have that passion, I could hear the passion in your voice. I could feel the energy of that passion coming out of you. Like, it's just like, that is the people that I'm so thankful and grateful for. And also I'm like, so that's why every time I have somebody on my podcast, I'm like, I have a very special guest because (laughs) this is what I want. I want people to connect with people that are truthfully passionate about transforming other people's lives and helping them through the healing process. Because we all were there at one point in time needing healing desperately seeking it and not knowing where to get it. And for that healing to come to us, however it was, it was just such an amazing, incredible experience. And so I just really thank you for everything that you're doing and and for you to have that heart to do it. That's that's amazing and incredible. Okay. So I don't want to like keep you too long, but I do have a few more questions. I'm I'm long-winded, honey. I am long-winded, but I just love this conversation. I love what you're talking about, what you're doing. So just a few more questions. What general solutions or tips can you suggest for someone listening to this podcast uh, to help them find clarity and purpose and manifest what they want in life? The number one thing, and I want to thank you for what you said before, before I answer the question, I want to thank you for that because their spirituality is so trendy right now. Okay. There are so many people jumping on this bandwagon or wanting to coach and and do all these things, but don't recognize the amount of energy that it takes and the amount of love that it takes for humanity for us to do this. It really has to be from the heart for it to be rewarding. Otherwise, it can be very tough. But as far as tips or solutions for someone that really wants to manifest their lives, the first thing is to be honest with yourself Mm -hmm. about how you feel. Feelings are gauges to our heart and our heart is the real driving force in life. So if you can tap in, get into a quiet space and recognize how do I feel about this situation, journal it out and then make choices, specific decisions that are going to bring you to a space that you feel better about whatever the situation is, then you'll be in that creative space manifesting what you want out of life. But just being honest with yourself. And that's really hard for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But that's what it takes. <laughs> it is hard. <laughs> been there, been there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I love it. I love it. Okay, so your your goddess classes. Tell us more about that, and and then also why work with you. Like, tell us about the classes and why you. Why? Well, I already kind of like hinted on, but you could you know put more on that than what I already put on that. <laughs> well, the seeker course. It's so funny that you used the word seeker just a little while ago. I just smiled. But the seeker course is definitely for the woman who is seeking guidance in her life. We can, we can use the fancy word of manifestation, but at the end of the day, we want to feel good about this life that we have. And when things don't feel good, we're seeking solutions from wherever so that we can feel better. And again, that's how people, this trendy stuff is, is going in different directions because it's hurting people out here and they're looking for support, guidance, and love. And love is not in every program. And so in my goddess classes, love shows up and I build relationships with the women that I work with and their lifelong relationships, their partnerships, because I have tons of resources and I pour them into these women so that they can manifest whatever it is that they're trying to manifest. So yeah, that's, that's the, that's the, the, the easy answer, I guess that I can say. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And why would they want to choose me again for the love? I love what I do. I've been doing it since I was a child. It actually happens effortlessly. Everyone in my life is being coached in some way, shape or form. And not because I'm trying, because it just shows up. If you're standing in the grocery store next to me, you're going to pour your problems on me. You don't even know me. They just start talking to me. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that weird though? I didn't understand it until later on in life. Yeah. So, so I, it happens effortlessly. And that's, it's always been that way throughout my whole life. So why work with me? Because it's who I am. It is, it is my purpose that I had to come to terms with, even though it's happened the whole time. And that's what most of these women find in this class. You've always been who you are. It's just being aware and consciously aware of you, who you are. And then operating from a a place of power around who you are. And so that's the difference. That's why someone will work with me because, um, yeah, it's no games, no BS, just uh, me, you and God. And I stand as a mirror to show you what God, how God sees you. Yes. Oh, my God. This is so beautiful. And I like I want to work with you. <laughs> like, like, I want to be a goddess in the goddess. Yeah, you are a goddess. You are a goddess. You were born That's a goddess. Amazing. <laughs> so, okay, so I want the audience to get in contact with you. You guys, you have a lot of stuff going on and coming up. I know that you have, uh, first of all, well, actually, on the 13th of March, you have a goddess in training 90 days of, to honor the goddess within. Ooh, that sounds good. Yes, <laughs> yes. Sounds so, good. That's like a boot camp. So what I'm going to do on the 13th is I give a little buffet taste of everything that I offer. The goddess mm. in, in training course is actually a six module course that takes you mm. through understanding who you are. Again, it's a self-mastery course. But on the 13th, you get to taste a little bit of it and it's all free. Just come and see if this is uh, for you. And if it is, then definitely decide to hop on board and, and join the sister circle and become a part of the goddess journey. 
Wow. Okay. So another one that you're doing is March 24th. And this is 2022, y'all, because I know this is a longstanding podcast. And so this is March 24th, 2022 and March 13th, 2022. So um, manifesting March free masterclass. Learn to manifest the life you want to live by aligning with the sea. Oh, aligning with the season of the cycles of your life. Look at this. Now I'm telling you, I was just, I was just talking about season of my life. This season of my life, this is happening. I I was declaring it. You know, oh my goodness, this is going to be amazing. See, this is, this is meant to be. (laughs) This is, I believe in synchronicities. I believe in what's meant to be. And so please, people out there that's listening to this podcast uh, episode and that has the connection with Rhonda. Rhonda is um, like, Okay, I, I know I said this about all my guests. <laughs> I'm not trying to be biased, but there's something going on here with Rhonda. You know, there's something amazing and incredible and special going on here with Rhonda. And so she could be reached at www.goddessclasses.com, on IG at Goddess Classes, on Facebook at Goddess Classes, and her email address is goddessclasses at gmail.com. Now, get in contact with her, reach out to her. She does also have an email uh, list that you can get on and get the newsletter and just get connected with her for upcoming events and things that she's offering and everything else. But I don't know if you felt her energy through, like I felt her energy through this conversation, but I feel like she's somebody that really wants the transformation for you that's listening. And so connect with her. I will make sure that I put all of this information in the show notes. Rhonda, thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for sharing, you know, everything and these nuggets and just loving on my audience because I feel the love coming through. (laughs) You're loving on the audience. I love it. Oh, yes. And thank you for having me, Denise. Like I said, your energy is fantastic. And we are so in alignment right now. The synchronicities have been popping since we first met. So I just want to thank you for inviting me on the show to give me an opportunity to share my gift with your listeners, because that's a special place. And don't worry about uh, loving on each one of your guests and promoting us all in the same fashion, because you, you choose your guests specifically for the energy that you want to share here. And so I'm just grateful to be able to be in a safe space, authentic space with authentic yeah. women that are doing this work authentically. So thank you again for allowing me to be here. All right, you guys. I'm like, (laughs) this is, this has brought healing to my own being and I'm trying not to get emotional. So I'm going to let y'all go before I start, you know, crying, letting the, because this was very healing for me, this conversation. And so thank you so much. And I will see you next episode and don't forget your free gift. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching another episode of the Healer's Realm podcast. Become a part of the tribe by getting connected on Instagram at The Shamanic Group. And don't forget your free gift in the podcast description. See you next time in another great episode.